Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show. The only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor. If you could vividly color your dreams, they would remind you of our exquisite jewelry. At Chrysalis, elegance and luxury are standard. We blend art with everyday life to have you shine for that bespoke feel. No matter what the occasion, you will look more beautiful and refined from any angle. With our jewelry, you do not make a statement. You are the statement. www.chrysalis.com Hello, my wonderful people, my people, my people out there in podcast world, those in cyber world, and those who just are just stumbling across this wonderful podcast episode and don't know how you got here. But we we apologize, but we won't apologize at all because once you hear the entire episode recording here, you're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to get some great information here. I'm your host today, uh, as always, Marcus Hart. This is the Transform You Live show where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power, optimism, hope, and faith. Uh, Today, I just want to shortly introduce uh, Lisa Erickson, she is an energy worker specializing in women's energetics and sexual trauma healings and author of Chakra Empowerment for Women. And she helps women maximize and balance their energy during key life transits, such as pregnancy, postpartum, menopause, as well as the part of menopause that comes right before menopause, including balancing the mother child the mother-child energy line. She also works with women to heal emotional wounds on an energy level from abuse and assault. She is certified in mindfulness meditation instruction and trauma sensitivity and has trained in a variety of healing modalities. She is a member of the International Association of Meditation Instructors, the American Holistic Health Association, the Energy Medicine Practitioners Association, and the Breath Network a nonprofit dedicated to supporting holistic healing and healers for sexual trauma survivors. Lisa is definitely passionate about helping any woman connected with their energy bodies. So you're going to learn more today talking with Lisa about chakra empowerment for women. She's right here next to me in the box here. (laughs) So how's it going, Lisa? Great. Thanks for having me, Marcus. And I do want to say for all the men out there that I do work with men too. And a lot of what I'm going to talk about today is relevant to everyone. The book I just wrote or put out is currently focused on women, but I'll try to make everything applicable to a lot of different people. Well, nice. I I greatly (laughs) greatly appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> I want them to tune out right now already. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's cool, you know. So, um, yeah, because, you know, definitely, you know, we, we want to be educated on both um, sexes in, in this day and time, though, you know, um, communication is so important. When, when you have the education, it helps that. So thank you for what you're doing. Uh, so, Lisa, tell us all about your transformation journey. 
from where you started to where you are now? Well, when I started my career, so this is almost 30 years ago, I would never have guessed that I would have ended up being an energy healer, meditation teacher, energy worker, author. I actually, out of college, was working in technology in New York City and as a business person or an aspiring you know, business person. And I actually worked in that field for a long time. But early on, when I was under a lot of deadlines, I experienced a lot of stress-related health issues. And they led me to a meditation class, which at that time wasn't that common. And it happened to be a kundalini and chakra-based energy meditation class, which is a certain kind of meditation that works with the energies in the body. And it really healed my physical symptoms and transformed the way I dealt with stress. So it piqued my interest. It started a lifelong meditation practice. And on the side, I started studying energy healing and after many years made that transition and now have been doing that as a career for about 15 years and have my own business doing it. But it really was this um, unexpected transition that came about because of my own you know, personal health issues that I was having. That's tr- truly awesome um, and very incredible. You, you know, um, you, you, you mentioned some things, you know, that you know, a, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, um, they, they, they not aware of, and a lot of people can resonate with uh, at the same time. Uh, so, you know, just, just thinking about, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm going back to your work here, you know, just quite, quite briefly here, you know, uh, and what you're doing now with the um, women's uh, energetics. Uh, so, so more specifically, what is this? Yeah. So really, you know, when I talked about the meditation that helped change my life or working with your energy body, that there's a broad field. There's a lot of different techniques to help you work with your energy body. We each have this layer of non-physical energy that relates to our physical body. And it also relates to our psyche, emotions, our energy, thoughts, our energy. So when you learn to work with your energy body, you can work both to help physical healing and also to transform your emotional and mental state, right? And so you can really work with it both ways. And the chakras are the main energy centers in the energy body that you can focus on in different ways for both of those purposes, whether you're trying to help with physical healing or you're trying to transform your emotions and your thoughts, you're working towards a goal, you're trying to manifest something, uh, all of those kinds of things, you can use work with your energy body to do. Within that, and I kind of call all of that energetics work, within that, women's energetics is, spo- is focusing specifically on some, you know, things that are specific to women. Our energy shifts with menstruation. It shifts with pregnancy. It shifts with perimenopause. It sh- shifts with menopause. And just like physically, both men and women have different transits in their life, right? But these transits for women are much more pronounced physically And in our culture, we're still not quite comfortable with them. We kind of um, just try to make them the least inconvenient they can be. But in fact, if you approach them in a different way, they are energy transits that can be powerfully transformative for women in a positive way, not just, you know, setbacks or something you try to minimize the impact it has in your life, right? They're not just medical events. So that's really women's energetics. And then within that, because I had so many women coming to me that had experienced some form of sexual abuse or assault, I started incorporating that work into it. And my sexual trauma work, I do work with both men and women. 
but there's just a lot of sexual trauma in our culture. We don't have a healthy relationship to sexuality in our culture in many ways. And so that healing on the energy body level is, is really important. Yeah, I can see how that's very important. And, you know, you, you, you bring up so, so, so many, you know, uh, excellent points here and, um, and really helping us to understand. So I really appreciate that. Um, you know, just, just starting, starting with like the, the mere fact that, you know, there's a difference, you know, there's mm-hmm. a difference in, you know, the, the way that men and men and women are, you know, especially as they go on through the different stages, although that part of the you know, part of it is the same, uh, that's that's very very enlightening uh, there you know uh, a lot of people a lot of people you know tend to think like okay well you know um when you think of chakras um you know hey you know it's the same energy you know we, we all same we all energy beings so we, we must all have the same energy so uh when you're working with someone you know uh, doing energy work you know so you know we must be doing it you know we must be working on something um that's you know uh, working with the with the the actual person itself, you know, uh, the same as we would, you know, anyone else, but it's totally different. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so that part of it is crucial. And then um, the tail end of what you said with uh, just sexual trauma, you know, there's so much of it, and, and especially mm-hmm. uh, largely uh, with women um, affected more largely than men. Uh, although there is men, um, you know, but yeah, largely women though uh, in this matter. So, tell us about this difference mm-hmm. and. Um, and you know, how is it the work? How how do you work with work with this energy different uh, because of that? And and at different stages, you know, uh, just do you have to you know work with this energy different and to to be able to you know, as you put it, you know, manifest things differently, heal yourself differently. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting because a lot of times people will take issue with talking about the energy body as being different for men and women. And yet we all acknowledge within all the different traditions that have an energy body mapping of, you know, which there's many ancient cultures that, that do and did. The energy body is always considered this intermediary level between your physical body and spirit, right? So at yeah. spirit level, we can say, okay, that's non-gendered, right? But the mm-hmm. physical body is gendered right? And so the energy body is this interface level and there's aspects of it that are gendered and aspects that aren't. I mean, I do want to say when I talk about masculine energy body and feminine energy body, it's a spectrum. So I have worked with individuals who are trans, who are pan that identify in different ways and they may identify with somewhere else on the spectrum, right? From their biological sex or, you know, so I'm going to put these, this differences out right now, like what they are, but it's Mm -hmm. more about you find where you identify on there. It's not a fixed thing. Um, But what I'll say is that men's, you know, we have these seven chakras or that's the system that I work with energy centers that align from our tailbone up to the crown of our head. And we all have all of them and we all access and utilize all of them. But for men, they tend to be anchored in the first chakra, the root chakra, which is linked to the physical body. It's linked to the earth element. It is a stabilizing force. But if it is, say, uh, overly blocked or overly active, it then becomes rigidity. So for men, what I'm often working with is bringing in more fluidity, right? And this is what many men need to work on. Not all, but if you're working from an energy perspective, the first thing they often need to work on is bringing in more fluidity. And that means more empathy because our energetic fluidity is also about the energy we sense from others. 
So more interactivity, more fluidity. For women, they're anchored in the second chakra, which is linked to our womb, literally. It is a yin receiving receptive chakra. So women tend to be more fluid, tend to be more empathic. And so what they often need more help with is boundaries and anchoring or grounding. So that's the general difference is this difference in anchoring, which then impacts that men need more fluidity energetically. Women need more anchoring and more boundaries, especially. Some of it's conditioning. So maybe as our society changes, this will shift also this default for men and women. It's hard to say the chicken and the egg, which causes which, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but that's the general difference. So maybe I'll stop there and then I can go into menopause and stuff, pregnancy and stuff if you want, but I'll, I'll let you uh, process that a little bit first because that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's definitely clear though. You know, it, you know, yeah. it, it really totally makes sense. And, you know, you, you see, you know, uh, you, you see it happening in, in action. <laughs> so you do, right? Yeah. Uh, so you know, uh, in in that that chicken and that egg, you know, uh, you know, metaphor, you know, it, it's so true. You you don't know which which one has come first, and you know, and then you know, everyone has their own karmatic journey that they have to walk on. So you know, it, it could be coming from something, uh, you know, um, that you know, we goes back to that tr- that trauma. You know, so there's a lot of trauma. Uh. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. At Hershey Park Christmas Candy Lane, we've got more than just your neighbor's light show. Like five million twinkling lights more. Plus, we have thrilling coasters, a whole town of decorated trees, family rides, and the best hot chocolate around. Christmas Candy Lane is open daily. Save on tickets today at HersheyPark.com. To, to deal with. Uh, so, um, now, how, how, how much of an impact does that have, um, you know, now, that, now we can go into, you know, um, you know uh, menopause and all of that. Uh, how much of an impact does that have? You know, uh, well, so, so for women, so men's energy bodies, because they're anchored in the earth, tend to be much more fixed, right? And that can, in a dysfunctional state, become rigidity, as we just talked about. Emotional rigidity, even physical rigidity, men tend to be yeah. less flexible, right? Like that would be the, the, the downside of that. For women, the tendency, if there's energetic dysfunction, is you know to be uh, almost too absorbent of other people's energies and that's why they need to work on boundaries and what happens then for women is you know once we hit um adolescence right once we start menstruating we have this monthly cycle for 30 years 30 40 years right and uh it's an energy cycle as well essentially our second chakra sort of becomes very emanating. And we know hormonally this happens too. Like a woman at ovulation, they've done studies. She's actually you know, emitting these pheromones that create, increase the impression that she is confident and you know, out there in the world emanating. And then those uh, go downward uh, towards menstruation, right? The same thing is happening with our energy. If we acknowledge this and learn to work with it, the peak of our cycle is a time when we can naturally like problem solve, get things done, feel confident in the world. And 
menstruation is a time for contemplation, for going inward, for making decisions, for contemplating things, for self-care, for Mm -hmm. intuition, all of that. Now, you can't always plan your life around that. But if you know, oh, wow, I have a big presentation and it happens to be at a time when my energy is in an inward phase, then you can compensate for it at least. And sometimes you can plan around it. And you can relate to your period as, oh, this is actually a time when I'm more intuitive if I give myself, I'm very sensitive to external energies. So if I can have a little bit more time alone during this time, I actually will be more intuitive. Um, You know, just things like that. So then it becomes a source of power as opposed to the way it's sort of advertised to us right now, which is minimize the inconvenience as much as possible through these products, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and so that's part of the, you know, that piece of it, for sure. Yeah, they, they really don't make any room for, like, freedom to, to be able to, to, to work with a channel, channel through it, and, and actually, you know, um, use it, you know, for, you know, uh, for good. You know, uh, you know, you can actually, you know, like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to say. <laughs> sound like I know. Be careful, but yes. <laughs> I want. I want to be careful here. Like, hey, hey you know, how you know? <laughs> but you know, but hey, I'm, I'm saying here, you know, um, why not? You know, be able to, you know, find a way to harness what's happening in these in these moments, and uh, and 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 explore the, the infinite possibilities here, and yeah. and, tra- and transform it, um, and you know, and transmute transmute that. Uh, so. Yeah. So, so what, what are the type of results you get uh, from, from this work on uh, doing, you know, um, from teaching, uh, treat, treat these women? Uh, you know. Well, I think it changes what, your relationship to your body, you know, and this is a big issue for all women, right? I mean, yeah. all of the messages we receive around our body, like what it's supposed to look like, what it's not supposed to look like, that our worth is tied to it. And men receive some of these too, these messages too. But, you know, for women, this is really pronounced. And so uh, then if the advertising and the medical community around something like menstruation or even pregnancy or menopause is, you know, just manage your symptoms, take these drugs, use these products, you know, make it the least amount of hassle positive. Well, there's no power in that, right? It it doesn't need to be a hassle. I'm not saying it should be a hassle, but if you can own it as well, now this is a source of power. Being a woman is a source of power. Being in a woman's body is a source of power. It's not about being a certain shape or look. It's about this energy that I have by virtue of being a woman and I'm going to do things my way. I don't have to fit into the old male model of what power is in the world. I can use my feminine power and, you know, and male men have their own power and it just allows everyone to come into their power in a new way. And that's mostly what I see. I think the change, changing relationship to the body is the most important piece. It impacts so many things. It changes the way, we take care of ourselves when we view our body as a source of our power. And so it changes our health. Right. Yeah. And, and that's a, you know, it's a totally different type of power, you know, and um, you know, I like that. I like you, I, you it, that, that makes me smile, you know, cause like, you know, cause just, just, just that recognition, you know, that like, Hey, you know, this is, this is, this is really a, you know, a good power to have. Yeah. And um, you know, and you know, we all should learn this feminine power, you know, as well. You know, um, and you know, and, and be able to embrace it. You know, and um, because this this huge push for masculine energy, and you know, I mean, because that's been just just been the model. You know, yes. You know, and it's been the standard, and the, you know, people think of, of leadership. You know, that's that's you know, that's the that's the atypical. You know, and um, people don't 
look at you know um, harnessing you know and learning that you know that feminine energy how to how to use that you know um, in, in roles where it matters uh, as 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 a norm you know and ultimately this seems like you know what you're doing here kid you know uh you know can be part of that wave of what what we're seeing you know seeing more people you know uh, work towards but uh, but there's still some people that's kind of progressive but they're kind of still confused you know uh, a bit do you still see that a little bit that there you know people people are rallying beyond you know uh, female empowerment but you know they you know at, at the same time they like still pushing masculine energy Oh, absolutely. I think that's yeah. basically where we are as a culture. You know, it's like our focus was giving women access to social power, right? And in structures where they didn't have it. And very important, still ongoing, still needs to happen, right? But yeah. it kind of happened for the most part, the focus was women doing it by mapping into a masculine structure. The, the organizational structures didn't change. We kept this very kind of top down hierarchical structure right that 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 came from this old patriarchal way of being and now what you're talking about and this i think (laughs) i don't want to put words in your mouth but you know we're, we're looking now it's the next phase it's we're looking for a deeper level of change like everyone owning their feminine energy it's not just about women owning their feminine power it's about men also being allowed to own their sensitive energy and their uh relational side you know not just hierarchical It's like I have three teenagers and two are uh, 13-year-old boy-girl twins. And I'm still a little shocked at the conditioning, like how the messages we really send to boys around, they're pushing down their feelings, right? Like you, you have to be tough and you can't cry. And girls, how much we still condition them around. You have to be nice. You have to please people. You have to, you know... Um, make sure you make everybody happy. Like that's the basic conditioning we're still giving boys and girls. So you're basically still not allowing boys to feel comfortable with their feelings, which has a big price later on when they're adults, right? Yeah. And and you're not allowing girls to feel comfortable pissing someone off, <laughs> which sometimes you just have to do, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I, there's just a lot of work still to do on that inner level for us to truly allow everyone to be their full selves. And then for that to emanate out into change in the world. And I think we're right at that cusp. You know, so you do have a lot of people say, no, I support women. I'm for women. But their mindset is still some something else, you know. Yeah, it's it's really quite strange. And, you know, I, you know, I, I haven't really, you know, quite, uh, you know, wrapped my head around to get to, you know, um, to really understand, you know, um, you know, if people really know what that means when they say that. Yeah. Um, you know, so it seems like they need your book. <laughs> so, so. That's a good answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, so speaking of which, you know, um, you know, it, I'm wondering, you know, too, you know, um, you know, where, you know, what does this mean for, you know, our, our, our friends and the, um, you know, the, the trans pan and, and mm. non-gender community, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier slightly, you know, um, but, you know, we, we got our friends there, um, you know, and, you know, they, they might want to, you know, harness uh, some of this and, you know, and really understand, you know, where they, where they go on, on both ends. Yeah. Well, you know, from my perspective, I really uh, view this community as pushing us all forward in terms of maturing our ideas about gender, right? Yes. That it isn't so fixed and that we have all these layers of conditioning around it, right? 
And so that's why I'm very careful that, yes, I'm talking about this spectrum of energy body types, from energy body types that are anchored in the root to energy body types that are anchored in the yin, in the second chakra. And I'm calling masculine and feminine, but there is really this spectrum and there's people all along the spectrum. So I'm putting it out there as where do you recognize yourself, right? Do you feel energetically? Do you relate to this? Do you relate to this? Here's tools for this. Here's tools for that. And we're still in this middle ground where there is a, there are a lot of different things typically that men and women are dealing with in terms of healing. So that's why I wrote the book and called it Chakra Empowerment for Women, but it's not meant to be exclusive at all. It's definitely meant to be inclusive. So I hope it comes across that way. That's great. You know, that's definitely great. Uh, you know, and healing is definitely uh, something we all need uh, in, in thinking about healing. Um, what, what, what things, you know, um, have you identified, you know, uh, from your work, you know, that, that maybe be able to help with like, you know, this, this COVID-19, um, you know, uh, pandemic, you know, that we are, you know, dealing with, you know, uh, you know, what, what, what at all, you know, can you offer up? Yeah. Well, in terms of someone working with themselves, I think it's important for everyone to understand the role stress plays in compromising your immune system. So um, you really have to balance caution without getting yourself into a state of heightened anxiety and fear that actually compromises your immune system, right? So uh, I'm working a lot with people on their lower chakras. These lower chakras Mm -hmm. in the root and sacral, they have to do with our feeling safe in our body. And for to energetically support your immune system, you need to feel safe in your body. And, and mm-hmm. this is often a big issue for people that have experienced trauma in their life because there's a tendency to disassociate from the body. So then they feel as if the healing techniques don't work on them, right? And it's really that they're not fully integrated, their energy body and their physical body. So I'm doing a lot of lower body breathing. This is some of the simple stuff you can do, belly breathing. And then you can focus on root and sacral chakra techniques. And I think that's very helpful to people. I have a rotation technique between the lower three chakras that is very helpful for kind of ramping up your immune system. So I think that kind of stress management, feeling safe in your body is the most important energetic support you can give your immune system. Then of course, there's all the other stuff, right? Nutrition and exercise and fresh air and nature, all of the chakras and, and not everyone's aware of this. They link to different elements in nature, you know? So um, the root is earth, the second is water, the navel is fire, the heart is air. So it's, you know, integrating, getting contact with those elements and feeling that vibration in your body. And then on a more kind of abstract philosophical level, you know, this is a heart chakra disease. It, it, it has a lot of different symptoms, but lungs is the main things that it attacks. And that is linked to the heart chakra, lungs and heart it's a heart chakra disease. Um, it's an dis- imbalanced disease because the heart chakra is the balance point in our chakra system. So, any- Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner 
Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months now through December 14th. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. The disease of that is considered an mm-hmm. imbalance, you know, so a lot of heart chakra work on a mass level and uh, at its best expression, it is bringing forth people's heart and in its worst expression, it's doing the opposite and that's, <laughs> it's forcing this kind of real reckoning, right? Um, what does it mean to be kind right now? We have a lot of different opinions. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what so- that. Yeah, that's so true. You know, you, you hit it right on the nail and your work is um, impeccable um, in, in this matter right now uh, and, and very, very um, needed, you know, well needed. You know, uh, you know, I uh, hope anyone who's listening is uh, really just um, taking down some notes right now. So the heart chakra indeed, you know, um, and you, 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 you'll be surprised, you know, um, you know, the, the amount of people that has come out and, um, and been a lot more decent than what they are because, um, you know, there is, you know, as, um, you know, where we at right now, there's, you know, there's a couple of places starting to open up now and, um, you know, and people are coming out and there's, there's a great amount of people that has been more decent. And, um, but, you know, there's still, like you said, you know, uh, there's still people who's been very bitter to the, you know, to the, to what we're going through. Uh, and, uh, I don't think that's really the route, you know, we should go. Um, now another part of this is, you know, with aging, you know, um, a, a lot of people, you know, um, you know, you hear all the time how they, they, the aging population is the uh, the ones that's getting hit the most. Um, how does aging in general impact our, you know, subtle body? Uh, is it, it, you know, and is it different from men and women? And, and can energy work help us age in a more graceful, healthy and conscious way? Yeah. Well, this is what I love about energy work. You know, our, basically our body declines. <laughs> we haven't found any way to reverse that, right? Or to stop it completely. We can slow it down, right? And we can enjoy health and vitality uh, throughout our lives, ideally, and extend our lives to the longer end of the human life spectrum, right? But the physical body is, is transient. Yes. Uh, the energy body can build over time. And, and so part of how we can age gracefully is that as we get older, we identify less with our physical body and more with our energy body and through that to spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever that means for us. And the energy body is a doorway into that spirit. And what should really happen, you know, what really happens during menopause, if a woman can let go of the conditioning that says, oh, menopause is the end. It means you, know, you can't have children anymore. You're worthless. You're not sexually attractive anymore. If they can let go of that conditioning, which is really out there, and it's out there for men too to some extent at that time of life, then it's a time when their power comes forth really in a really big way. The, the sacral chakra sends out kundalini surges throughout this phase of life, and we can utilize those to transform. And I know a lot of women, and I'm in my 50s, a lot of women in their 50s and 60s that really come into their own at that time in a way. And if you can own it that way, it's like being freed from that monthly cycle allows you to connect 
with your true power on an energetic level and a spiritual level in a new way. And we now know men go through a hormonal transit at that time too. It's not as pronounced as menopause, but it is present. And so I think that's what energy work can really help you do is relate to aging as, okay, my physical body, I've got a few more aches and pains, but on the energetic and spiritual level, I'm getting more and more powerful, more and more able to act in the world on the things I care about, more and more connected to spirit. So at the point that I leave this body, it's just like, I'm very comfortable making that shift because I've been connecting more and more to that level as I'm yes. getting closer to it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people try to run from it, you know, like, like they, yeah. I don't know why they think they can, but so, you know, but uh, you know, they, a lot of people, you, you'll see, you know, you'll see people, you know, trying to run from it. They, people are very frustrated in this, uh, in this period. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it in my dad, you know, um, mm. you know he, he's in his fifties now. And, um, you know, so yeah, it's, um, very, you know, um, very, very intriguing, uh, very interesting. I, I, I like, I like, um, I like the advice you, you offering up here. Um, definitely pre- prepares people, uh, definitely, um, you know, gives people, you know, a, a bit of, um, more optimism, um, going into, uh, this, this, this period here um in in this tr- transitional uh that i so so with so with that uh also you know, yes i guess i'm guessing the back <laughs> uh, you know um i i, I just want to ask you this you know um does you know does sexual trauma you know let's let's go back to sexual trauma just a bit here you know, um, are, are men and women, you know, differently impact, you know, diff, you know, impacted differently by trauma, uh, mm-hmm. as well, you know, and in particular sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is the same, but there are some differences and again, it's very individual. So I'm speaking in you know generalities, but, uh, in general trauma and sexual trauma in particular can really trigger patterns of disassociating from the body, disconnecting yeah. from the body. And it's, it's a survival strategy, right? Especially if you were abused as a child in any form, not just sexual trauma, or if you were in a home that felt unsafe in some way, you know, people, we create our own safe space. Our psyche creates our own safe space to survive. But if that becomes then a pattern, once we're in an adult, it becomes difficult. Maybe we avoid certain situations, or maybe we have a pattern of just not being present. And that can manifest in a lot of different ways in our life, avoiding things that we need to actually face or in relation to our body, like I was talking about earlier, you know, not taking care of our body because we're not connected to it. Or whenever we feel anxiety, having patterns of fight or flight. Fight is anger, right? (laughs) And flight is checking out. And um, so that's that's how it plays out. And so a lot energy work can really help bring you back present into your body. It's about like becoming comfortable with discomfort. Because what we develop is, oh, as soon as I feel uncomfortable or unsafe in some way, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to check out, right? Uh, and so it's about, oh, no, learning. I can stay with this uncomfortable emotion. This situation is causing me anxiety. I can handle it. And the tools to breathe through it, to shift the energy, that's what I love about chakra work. It ha- helps you actually shift the energy in that moment of the anxiety in your body. So that whole piece of it is the same for men and women. What I would say tends to be different, especially when it comes to sexual trauma, is um, 
men, it tends to play out more on the physical level, physical health issues and uh, emotional shutting down, I would say. Mm-hmm. For women, it often goes the other direction where there's like um, no energetic boundaries. They take on other people's emotions to the point where they don't even know which emotions are their own and which emotions are other people's. And so there's a lot of emotional volatility, right? So again, it comes back to that often with men, we're working on um, fluidity opening up. And for women, we're actually working on clearing out boundaries. This is my emotion. That's your emotion. I'm not taking your emotion on, right? So that's kind of the, that's one of the big differences. Once you get past that first work of staying in the body. Oh, that's great. You know, um, you know, so, so how, how does, you know, sexual trauma in particular, well, you, you kind of answered that already, you know, um, but, you know, just moving on farther, you know, um, you know, I guess, you know, how, how can the energy work most benefit, you know, uh, sexual trauma uh, survivors? And, you know, and like I said, you know, you, you kind of answered this, but, you know, more specifically, though. Yeah. You know, how, how would it be able to add, uh, benefit though? Well, I think one of the advantages of energy work, and maybe I should, should define it a little bit, you know, there's things like Reiki. I don't, yeah. can you hear that? That's a bird. Do you hear that sound? So that, that, that is a bird. I thought that, that was a child. Peacock. That is a peacock. Oh, wow. You show, I, <laughs> yeah. I live in an area that there's a few wild peacocks, but for some reason, I think it's mating season. And the yeah. last few days, he's hanging out in my driveway. So I apologize. He's very loud. <laughs> nothing I can do about it. Yeah, but, yeah he's, a, he's a guest here. So I thought it was a child. You know, it's so fascinating because your show is called Transform You. I mean, peacocks are symbols of transformation. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Confirmation right there. <laughs> yeah. Because they used to be like what they used to believe in, in ancient India, that the reason their feathers were so bright was that they could eat poison. But instead yeah. of killing them, it transformed it into the colors which isn't actually yeah. true. But so they became this big symbol of transforming poison into <laughs> beauty. And, and I feel like that's so apropos, right? Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, you'd be surprised all type of symbolism I get, get on this show. So <laughs> yeah, so I will take it as a good sign, but if you it is. It again, you know what it is. They're, they, yeah. they're very beautiful, but they don't necessarily have a beautiful sound. So. Yeah. Well, we, well, we welcome the young the, the little fellow, <laughs> yeah. so it's okay. <laughs> You know, with energy work, so there's things like Reiki where someone is, is you know, directing energy into your body, healing energy. Yeah. And I do a little bit of that. I do more distance healing. And what I really do and what I'm trying to do in the book is give people tools they can do themselves, right? Yeah. And I think the value of both, especially for sexual trauma survivors, is that it's non-invasive. It can be really intimidating for some people, the idea of sitting in a room alone with a counselor, for example, someone who's been through abuse, just being alone in the room with a stranger, mm-hmm. you know, this is very intimidating, the idea of counseling or therapy, right? Or perhaps they don't have insurance, et cetera. Or more physical means like somatic work, body work, uh, being touched in that way could be very beneficial, but it may also be too triggering. So I think energy work can be really beneficial either in addition to those things or even instead of it for someone you know, it's just non-invasive, right? You, 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 it's guided work. We're, we're moving. Um, we're using visualization. We're using breath techniques. Sometimes we're using physical touch, but it's your own physical touch. You touch your own heart chakra or your own throat chakra. All of these kinds of tools and affirmations. I do a lot of affirmations in the book. 
Yeah. You're saying statements that help you bring forth a certain energy. These are non-invasive ways to bring about transformation, right? Non-intimidating, trauma-sensitive ways of working. So I think that's the big value of it. And then the big thing is that it's actually shifting your vibration, right? Like we can do a lot of therapy, and I'm a fan of therapy. I'm not knocking therapy. But you can understand your history. You can talk about it all day. But when you're in a moment and you're feeling anxious or triggered, what you need is a tool in that moment to shift your vibration, shift your emotional state, shift your mental state, so you can react in a new way, not the same way you've always reacted in the past. That's so true. You know, um, I, I think a, a lot of a lot of people, you know, uh, tend to feel like they're they're alone, and um, you know, they you know they'll they'll work with the with therapy, and and then you know, after that, you know, it's like, okay, I'm all alone now. What? And then when something comes, arises that they can't handle, okay, what do I do? What do I do in this moment? And so to have that bag of um, things you could pull out at any, any given moment is so helpful. Um, yeah. So, so is this how, you know, talk therapy and, you know, uh, doing energy uh, healing work can, 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 can work in collaboration with each other and, and, and would you recommend it? Yeah, I do. For someone who is comfortable with both modalities, I think they work together very well because on the talk therapy level, you're exploring your story, your history, right? Yes. And you're exploring how you developed certain patterns. But then on the energetic level with energy work, you're actually learned releasing where it's held in your body, the wounds, the traumas, which may be impacting your health. And you're getting tools for actually shifting your vibration and responding in a new way. You're really rewriting your personal narrative you know that's part of what affirmations are right when you say something like i am worthy i deserve happiness you know you're trying to rewrite beliefs that you may have held unconsciously telling you the opposite right right so i think that's part of the energy work is is all of these tools to move forward and some people do energy work without therapy which is fine too i think everyone needs to find their own um, modality and one of the organizations you mentioned in my bio called the Breathe Network is a nonprofit, and some people can go to their website, Sexual Trauma Survivors, thebreathenetwork.org. This is a nonprofit where they specifically list all these holistic practitioners of all different types that, that specialize at least in some part of their practice in working with sexual trauma survivors because everyone needs to find the right combination you know, of, of uh, what works for them. That's great. You know, uh, that's definitely, definitely excellent. And, um, you know, that's, that's really going to give people a lot of relief. And, and, and I love that, you know, um, you know, I, I can see, you know, how, you know, uh, people now are, you know, um, definitely getting some, getting some help here. And thank you for bringing back up that, that organization again. Uh, so, so, you know, you, you I, I definitely want to go back to something uh, with uh, spiritual disassociation, you know, um, definitely in the context of uh, energy, body, trauma, uh, reactions, um, you know, uh, as, as someone who, you know, has been a, a uh, sexual trauma victim myself, um, you know, I, I, I know what that's like, you know, I, I get them when I, you know, I still get, you know, get these disassociation feelings uh, mm -hmm. from time to time, you know, it is very difficult to deal with. Um, you know, uh, so tell us, tell us about this. Um, speak to this in a manner, you know, uh, that, you know, can help someone, you know, even like myself, um, who 
you know, uh, you know, I have found some things that, you know, uh, can, yeah. you know, keep, keep me together, but you know, there's still, still a bit of trouble. Yeah. Well, and thank you for sharing that first of all, cause I just feel it's so important to honor that because it allows other people listening to feel more comfortable telling their story to someone, right? Yes. The more of us that come forward. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, when I talk about spiritual disassociation, it's something I really see in spiritual, you could say new age community, you know, of which my work, some people mm -hmm. put, we put in that category. We're all very spiritually minded, but what can happen is that actual spirituality or chakra work, energy work can become another form of disassociating, right? Like you can approach it wanting to heal and instead it becomes a, way of disconnecting from reality right it becomes another way to disassociate and you seem so grounded to me so i don't think this is your form of disassociation at all right so you've clearly done work to feel grounded in your body um but yeah so then it's really about getting into the emotions as they're felt in the body and this is where i start with so many people like okay so you have this history you know how's it manifesting now like what situations cause you anxiety, right? And then where do you feel that anxiety in your body and really developing that somatic awareness. And then you can, when you can really feel that energy in your body, you can release it. You can begin to know how learn how to let it go. Where do I feel fear? Where do I feel anger? And when someone's really disassociated and I don't know what your journey was like, but when someone, when the early stages of undoing this, they'll realize whenever they feel one of those emotions, they immediately leave their body. And someone will be like, I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Where do I feel anxiety? What do you mean? What do you mean where I feel it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just anxious. I don't know where I feel it. What do you mean? Right. And then a few, few weeks down the road, they're like, Oh wow. Yeah. It's like butterflies in my stomach and tension in my shoulder. And I feel like I have a green energy. Like it, it becomes real to them. So that's the first step is where do you feel emotions in your body? They are energy. Even thoughts are energy. Where do you feel mm. them in your body? When you're having negative self-talk, uh, it's not just about the thoughts in your head. Can you tap into how your body feels when you have that negative self-talk versus when you have positive self-talk, right? Really noticing it is vibration. I hate to keep working that, using that word, but tapping into how your emotions feel in your body and your thoughts feel in your body is the first step to reversing disassociation, learning how to stay yeah. present in your body. And it's also the first step to learning how to consciously shift your vibration and your thoughts and emotions. Thank you so, so much for that. I mean, cause like, I mean, that takes me back to, you know, when I first started, started with the work uh, on myself too. <laughs> and like, you know, um, uh, and you know, working with someone, um, you know, like, I, and she, and she was telling me like, oh, where do you feel it at? What, what color? I, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was, uh, definitely, yeah. You gave me some memories there, you know, um, you know, and that it hasn't been that much long ago, but it's been a little while ago now. So, uh, but it's real to you now, right? Yeah, like, it's very real to me. It's very, real yeah. to me and yeah. uh, so you know I, I, I you know and um it, it definitely helps it definitely helps and I, I encourage anyone out there to you know uh, go get the work done um check out your book you know um you know and um uh, definitely you know um you know you know just don't don't shy away um from you know um you know reversing some of the stuff uh, that um has plagued plagued you you know um because it's not your fault um, yeah, exactly 
Yeah, that's the first thing we're often working with is shame. Yeah. And where do you feel shame in your body and, and what situations create shame? And, and often people who've experienced sexual trauma, you know, they carry around shame and then it gets put into other mm-hmm. situations, right? So they feel shame when they take someone else's, you know, when they get a parking spot that someone else wanted, right? Like <laughs> they just start feeling shame and guilt and self-blame about so many things. And it's yeah. really about releasing that from your body, right? I have a right to be, I have a right to feel, I have a right to boundaries, um, all of that, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I just got about one final question, you know, for you, you know, and, um, and then, you know, um, it, and then it just goes back to, you know, to this world at large, you know, mm. we, we definitely are, you know, experiencing a, a huge shift here. Um, but I, I know that like, you know, we still got more work to do. And, and in terms of just your work in general, um, how can it help with, uh, with just this time that yeah. we are in? Um, we are in definitely a transformational time. Yeah. You know, so with, with the work you're doing, the amazing work, incredible work, I must say, <laughs> so gotta add. Yeah. How, how can it, how can it really help? I think it goes back to a lot of things we've been talking about that you can have ideas about how you want the the world to be and you can even act in alignment with those ideas. But if we don't shift the underlying biases, right? The unconscious biases, that's a big phrase these days, right? Really we're talking about all of these unconscious uh, belief systems and these structures also, these social and historical and energetic structures that limit the way we perceive and act in the world then the change doesn't really take. We just, we think we're changing, but in fact, we're just shifting (laughs) and keeping the same mindset. To really shift mindset, we have to shift vibration. We have to shift our thought patterns. We have to shift from the inside out. And that happens at the energetic vibrational level. So my particular work is focused on doing that, you know, individually. There's other people that are working more kind of at the mass consciousness level and it all interacts with, it all interacts with each other, you know, and we're really just trying to bring forth love, you know, can we all recognize Mm -hmm. ourselves as love? Can we recognize everyone in the world as equally worthy of love and also made of love? It sounds cliche, but (laughs) it's like, to me, that's all the work, (laughs) you know? That is so true. And I, and I love how you just, you know, emphasize, you know, recognizing and seeing the love in people. Uh, I mean, you know, if you can give people that compassion and then at the same time, give yourself compassion too, because uh, we, we really do forget to give ourselves compassion. Yes. And, and that's so much about what your work is all about. You know, um, you know, we, we beat up on ourselves so much and then we take it out on others uh, at the same time. You know, but if we can come to that point where like, hey, yes, you are love. I am love. You know, so um, I mean, we can break down a lot of barriers. We can really, you know, uh, move into the next part of this this journey that we are all in in this world and really make real transformation. So bravo. <laughs> Brilliant here. So so thank you so much. Well, and thank you, Marcus, for your work in the world uh, yeah. trying to bring the same message forward. And I can feel it in you. So I appreciate that a lot. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, well, do us all a favor here, you know, and um, spread more love and uh, joy by telling us you know where we can find the book, uh, telling us where you know if we want to you know look look up more resources, um, you know, get more connected with you, uh, how we can do that. Okay. Well, here I'll show you a picture of my book first. I'm allowed to show yeah. the book, right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, you are. 
And the book is available uh, on Amazon. I'm just going to find the inset. It's, it's not self-published, so it's on Amazon, but it's everywhere else as well, Barnes & Noble. And if you like to buy from independent bookshops, which I highly encourage because they're suffering right now, IndieBound.org. If you're not aware of that, you can go into IndieBound.org, plug in a book name, and this is Chakra Empowerment for Women, and your zip code, and it'll tell you, you know, all the closest bookstores you can buy it from many of whom are now doing a curbside pickup, right? So you can do nice. it that way too. So the, it, there is a Kindle and electronic version, but it doesn't have the color pictures. So if you want the color pictures, you should get the print. And the book website is Chakra Empowerment for Women. And for anyone not familiar with the word chakra, it's C-H-A-K-R-A, Empowerment for Women. And uh, my client website is enlightenedenergetics.com. But I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as Chakra Empowerment. So I'd love anyone to follow me there and connect. And Twitter as Mommy Mystic. So all over the place. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So much of that mommy you know, energy going on here. That's good. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> so, yeah, so I receive it, you know, and I'm sure the, the audience out there has received it as well. Uh, so, so much joy here. Um, you know, Thank you so much again. You know, just do, do hold just briefly here while I close up the show here. Um, so, so ladies and gentlemen out there, you know, uh, if you guys are been listening or if you've been watching uh, and if you've been listening, you know, I encourage you uh, right now to just uh, take the time out to, you know, go check out the YouTube, uh, Roku version, Amazon, however you watch your, your video content. You know, you can get it all there um, as well and, and play back this wonderful episode recording. Uh, share with a friend, share with a family member, even share with an enemy. You know, um, some people think they got enemies out there, uh, but I, I'm here to tell you that like, hey, you know, we are commanded to love our enemies. So therefore you do the work and love your enemy by sharing this wonderful episode, recording with them, buy the book, buy the book. This is your call to action. Uh, do that as well. And when you do that, let, let, let everyone that I just told you to let, you know, let them know too. Hey, I got a wonderful book here. I'm not going to give you my copy, but I might buy you one or you can just buy your own. So do that as well. Uh, so this has been a wonderful you know, episode recording. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. This is the Transform You Live show where you can make real life and business transformation uh, with great guests like Lisa here. <laughs> and so until next time, many blessings, peace and lots of love. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.